I'm going to say something, but I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Now me. Yeah. He over there pushing buttons. You thought it was a Mac. Yo, welcome to the Mental Health Podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm your host, Dre Mills. Yeah. And then the fellas right there. What they do? What's going on, y'all? What's up with it? And Davies? Yes, sir. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute since all three of us are together. Oh, it has. It has. How y'all feeling, feeling, man? How y'all feeling? Man. Man. You don't know how you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably feeling like me. Like, no, man, I'm I'm trying to find out how am I really feeling, though. Like, man, you know you what? You know what I mean? A lot of hey, complicated listen, emotions. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see y'all, man. I see y'all in a Man. While. You know, we've all been busy with work, you know, grinding. You know, it's been a school year, man. You man. know, man, we be hitting it hard. To get to that last home stretch, but man, I'm excited. Y'all gotta work on your kids. To see y'all. I'm gonna man. say it right now on here. Y'all gotta work on your kids, okay? Man. I'm gonna say it. Man. Okay? Y'all babies are out of hand. Hey, man, them kids gotta be sleeping at 7 30. <laughs> man, I fell asleep at 8. I fell asleep at 8 o'clock. I, I didn't even a, know I was tired. I got up for work. I took a nap before I got back here. That's how bad it is. You know how much I never hey. take naps? Man. I went home and took a nap. Work on your nap. kids, I man. I woke up at 4 a.m. Like, what happened? I was watching the game. I swear I was watching. Uh, nah, the game was watching play you, bro. Brooklyn. No. <laughs> the game watched you. Calm down. Like, you didn't man. watch no game. Oh, man, I was knocked. It's that end of the year part, man. Like, But we've seen a lot of just uptake in behavior after after winter break, like after spring break. Mm-hmm. Normally it would happen, it would be more chill after spring break. I don't feel like it's been that way right when we came back. No, they're still hype. Man, this week, has, so far, they've been chill. And this week, they've been chill. But we have a lot of kids not coming to school for school no more. They're just coming to kick it. I don't see nothing wrong They're just coming to kick it. I don't see nothing wrong with that, man. Um, yeah, we had uh, ACT testing today. For y'all that don't know, we all work in education, so we deal with uh, what you 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 middle school? Both of y'all middle yeah, school, huh? Middle school. Man. Middle school. I'm the only one school. in the senior high. You high school, yeah, 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 big yeah. time. You know, his kids just hill. his kids just don't come to school when they don't want to come, <laughs> or they go to the parking lot and drive up. <laughs> so it's Man. easy, you know. I, I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad. We at stuck them. with them when they didn't right, want to be right. there. Right, right. We stuck and with ma- them when they people's can't Man. come get them. And then mama said, no, they can't pick them up. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all gotta see. <laughs> we gotta wait for your mama to pick them up. He's, you just gotta push them outside and be like, hey, you know, I'm not, gonna see you another they be day. Not answer on purpose. <laughs> Oh, I didn't miss the woods. I did not get your call. You didn't get my call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I called that. You can get last call though. <laughs> the, worst, the worst be like when the mailbox says the mailbox has not been set up. <laughs> Man, I, <laughs> that's the worst. The worst. Because then you gotta go through all the magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call your doctor, but I'm going to have to call your doctor. Your grandma, your uncle, your cousin. Oh, the mailbox is full. How is he fool? You know you ain't got nothing that much. Stop playing. How they set up in 2023 (laughs) with all these Apple We got to go back to, remember when we was in in college where you play the music and then you click it up and then you'd be like, uh, Boys to Man, you play something from Boys to Man on bending knees, and when he's done, you click it and be like, hey, oh, so man. leave a message. This is Nathaniel. I can't get to the phone right now. We got to teach him how to do that again. Oh, <laughs> man. We got to teach these. See, I call him and be like, hey, social skills. Your man. kid either walking home, <laughs> See? you picking them up, or you going to call them an Uber. They ain't saying, <laughs> they can't stay here. We can't do that. <laughs> no, y'all can't. No. 
Man, look here, but the other day I put somebody out. I was like, look here, man, you got to go. <laughs> you smell you smell like you just walked out of the loud studio. You got to go. <laughs> My man couldn't keep his eyes yeah. open. I'm like, look here, bro, you got oh, to go. Oh, no, man. You in middle school. They wildin', man. 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 They wildin'. How y'all been, though? How, you, how, you, how y'all doing, man? How's everything How's the house? How's the house? How's the Rent, how's the tenants and renting and getting? <laughs> that's what's stressing him. That's what's stressing him. <laughs> no. but that last snowfall, that shovel he had. Man, to, man that you heavy know, snow, I, that snow was heavy. Man, that snow was heavy, but I got that snow blow and that salt spreader. Oh. All Depot, make it easy. You know, I work smarter. <laughs> we already work hard. I got to work smart. <laughs> now, nah, man, not. honestly, man, it's been, it's been a blessing. I haven't had too many issues at all. My tenants are great. Um, you know, they pay on time. Get, get that money every month. Man, you can't complain about that. I cannot complain about it. Man, my tenants are awesome. They've been there for a while. But um, honestly, man, I get out of the car and it's a blessing to uh, to be able to, you know, finally own uh, an investment property. Something I wanted to do for a long time. And, uh, you know, just learning the ins and outs. You know, every time I look in the yard, I'm thinking about, all right, what I'm going to do this spring. <laughs> you know, what I want to do with it, you know, from a creative standpoint, man, is. Um, and, and just different little projects that I think about doing um, around the house, you know, and just you know, you switching your mind from a renter to an owner. You know, I think that's been the biggest thing for me is, um, you know, hey, you know, this is you own this, this is yours. And like my neighbor came out, I hadn't met the guy. He came out, he was like, hey, you're the new owner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you know got the, got the chest out. Like, yeah, I'm the new black yeah. owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I am the new black owner. man on the block. So you show you love here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> black man on the block, baby. Oh man, but it, you know it's uh, uh, just just thinking about that conversation, man. It was just uh, awesome, you know, to to be able to like I said be be a blessing, you know, for down the line for the future. Uh, you know, my like. 2009, my, my parents lost their house. Um, and I look back on that before I got this house, man, and we, we lost like $206,000 worth of equity. Man. And somebody bought it for like 43000 I looked up the numbers, man, I crunched the numbers, now it's worth like two fifty. And yeah. I'm just like, man, you know, you can imagine $206,000 worth of equity, what could you do with that right now? Mm-hmm. You know, with my mom, you know, my dad, you know, you know, those sort of things. So to be able to recoup that, and, and uh, you know, press forward, man, from a generational standpoint. Um, come with a, it's a great blessing, and it come with a lot of weight on it, too. Yeah. But it's purposeful. Definitely. Uh, very purposeful, man, to, to be black owners, man. Um, why is it heavy, though? You say it come with a lot of weight. Why is, why is it heavy? I think it come with a lot of weight um, because of what we experienced mm-hmm. in 2009. Okay. Uh, the bank's not willing to work with my mom. Uh, to keep our house then and you know back then you know you're thinking about all the things that you're going through was that after the crash the 2000 when like the 2000 yeah that yeah, was the crash right loan payments man mortgage payments beyond we don't been through banks got tighter about their criteria uh they wouldn't work with my mom and i didn't know that till maybe like three years ago she never really talked about it no i went to college and you know i really didn't know what happened yeah i just knew we lost the house um, and you know, as I got a little older, and you know, think about what I wanted to do as far as in like real estate. Yeah, you know, my family's my uncle, my cousins that are here in Minnesota. They've been in real estate a long time, and 
You know, I was just thinking about what can I do for my family to like regain that, recoup that, because you know we look at black home ownership is worse off now than it was in the civil rights era. So I just start looking at different articles about just black home ownership. Repeat that since the, since what since the civil rights era? What that black home ownership is worse off. Dang. So black home ownership is worse off black, now yeah, than, than it was in the civil rights era. That's because crazy. That that financial crash in two thousand nine, housing market blew up. Nobody really been able to cover. But we was even before that, we was behind the eight ball anyway. Yeah, I was like, we because wasn't doing you know, anything back then. Either, discrimination, though. yeah, you know the predatory practices, yeah. the redlining, the you know those racial creeds here, you know, so that I learned about those different things. So you know, I, I, the weight, and when I talk about the weight, is the preparation for it, mm. um, of you know making sure like you got the finance right, your credit right your debt, all those different little pieces that I put in place that I worked hard to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though, yeah, I, one of the things we thought about, you know, was getting home, I was like, should I still put down my race? It's crazy, yeah. 2023, yeah. Yeah. 22, you're like, oh, dang, should I still put Isn't down my crazy? race? Yeah. Are they going to work with me? Did I hear about that, what was it, the couple that, they got their house appraised, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and then they had to, yeah, they did lowball them like over a hundred thousand dollars. And then they just win a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that that uh, I think that uh, guy was a professor, and he studied. Uh, I think he studies like economics and things. Oh, okay. See, yeah, crazy. he actually studies about these kind of issues. But in the house. see how much racism don't have a name because you did it to somebody that knows mm-hmm. the knowledge about it. Yeah, and that's crazy. Definitely. Yeah. But here's my thing too that I was thinking when you said it's heavy and I. I ask why it's heavy because what I'm what I'm beginning to grapple with or fight within my, within myself is I feel like as black people I think we said we talked about this before where we the way we live our life is that we have to worry about so many things mm-hmm. here and there is that what does it piss like for us to be just we exist instead of live our life what does it look like for us to just live a life without stresses of this kind of stress right. but to me that's the generational part that I want to pass to my kids where they don't have to worry about none of those things. Those things are stacked, like you said, mm-hmm. generational wealth. They're right there waiting for them. Like, I'm not about to hand it to you, but I don't want you to worry about when you want to buy a house. Like, I'm so worried, like, I'm a black man. Is somebody going to sell to me? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, those are things that we want to way, be, way beyond that part. We want to be right. past that. But I don't have the answer, but those are, I'm just thinking differently in the sense of, like, now you're enjoying that. Look at the process. You're mm-hmm. enjoying the whole process. Oh, yeah, it's playing chess. You you playing you really playing chess, and you putting yourself in positions where you know you can overcome the barriers, right? With like your finances, your credit score, your debt, all these things I had yeah. in mind. I knew what I I knew how I wanted to look, so they can never deny me. I think that was one of the things I thought about. Like, where can I? I want to put myself in such a position they can they get they can't deny me. Yeah. Not at but all. Now you have to cross every T and do every I, I got all my stuff to, crossed. Man, my gospel means perfect. everything. So that's uh, actually leads to one of the things I was going to ask. Like, how do you, as as men specifically, balance all of that? Like, the it's so much on our mind day to day. Like, from work to um, that, wanting to be a, a homeowner or just to have some some assets and then not knowing how, so trying to learn this and learn that and balancing. And then I know 
Uh, neither of you have kids right now. Well, yes, you do. You don't. Davies <laughs> does. So, yeah, how do you, you know, balance that? Like, I, I've been finding myself overwhelmed kind of lately, like trying to figure mm -hmm. out. And I don't know if it's because I like to watch, I like, you know, doing a podcast. So I, like, I watch a lot of podcasts, but more so educational ones with information. And then I'm like, okay, once you get some information, like, dang, I got to learn that. I got to learn that. I got. I want to know that. I want to know that too. Mm. And then I'm trying to study this, work, and do that. And I kind of become overwhelmed. Um, I want to know. No, is it the is it the same? Do you guys guys kind of get overwhelmed with certain things? And how do you balance that? Man, I, I, so I, I went to therapy yesterday. I haven't been in, in three weeks. Me and my therapist had that same conversation. Mm. My my session was supposed to go for like an hour. We ended up going an hour and a half because she's like. Let's talk about this. It's, She's I, trying I, to get that money. Man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me get paid uh, here. That, that, that two forty. <laughs> right. He went over thirty minutes. There was somebody canceled. Come on here. You can take. You you gonna make up for that? <laughs> and I needed that makeup. Okay. Yeah. I took sure. it But one thing I found myself doing is the same way that you said. It's like I'm like dreams. My dreams. Like am I living my dreams? And if mm. I am, what does that look like? At my doorstep as a man, there's a lot that comes to it. Mm -hmm. I have to make sure my son is good. My son is in split household, so I have to make sure that what he's been taught over there is something that he can use later on as a man. That's two. My family, like I have to make sure my family is good. And most of the men in my family, one of the struggles that I have right now that I'm trying to break the, the barrier, the generational barrier is, they, they lived life so recklessly at my age and the younger age, mm -hmm. at the older age, they, they do not seem to be able to reap the benefits of it. They either died early yeah. or like or found themselves in certain ways. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking like that piece. But there's so many things in, that comes to mind that I'm thinking about like what do I do different? Am I doing everything different? Am I even living a full life or am I just watching life? So it's like pinpoint. So I'm right there with you. There's a lot of things on my plate. I told my therapist, I'm like, look, man, if we don't figure this out soon, I'm gonna come twice a week, okay? <laughs> Till we Man. figure this out. But like, it's 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 real, and I think one of the things that we sh I struggle with the most is not many people, not many people stop and ask men, "How are you doing?" Mm. What they do stop and is tell us everything that's going on with everybody else. I'm not a gossiping kind of guy. When people got the tea and everything, I don't really care. I'm sorry, it's mm. not my style. But everybody wants to tell you what's going on. Everybody call up on us for ex for things that they need. Somebody wants to move, can you help me move? Somebody needs a ride here, can you give me a ride here? So we become dumpsters for everything that people want and need. And in that space of dumpster, even the dumpster get taken out to clean once in a while. Like, can you show us that we, we are more than that? And I was reading this book where it's like, appreciation is men's love, where is love is how we see, look at love for women. Women's like, I just, you just, can you just love me? Is that something? I just want you to know that I'm, I just want to know I'm appreciated. Ooh. Like my hard work yeah. and everything is appreciated. I want to know when I, like, when I wake up, when I do all these things, because I could leave off a lot cheaper <laughs> job. I could go get a target. I, I have khaki pants and red shirt <laughs> at the crib right now. I, you know what I'm saying? Like this money that I'm chasing is really not for me though. I'm being dead serious. Man, so, I'll do man. a shift. Like I'll do 11 to 6 a.m. shift and I'm cool. Hey, Tajay Boutique. Man. man, but we're doing all this extra hard work. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I'm with you, brother. I, that's a place where I find myself right now. And I don't know if it's a nice weather or what, but I think it's due time of not understanding or hearing. Or nobody hears the weight that we walk around with. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. That's how I feel. I feel like there's a weight on your shoulder, as my, on my shoulder as a man, um, that is not ever questioned or recognized or conversations heard about it. Yeah. So how you deal with that? Like, okay, because we're not, we don't complain. We're not gonna nag you about it or anybody else about it. It um, we're not feeling appreciated. How do we deal? How do you deal with? How do we deal with that? Like, how do we get that? Because it's not. It's different for me. It's not. Uh, everybody likes compliments and mm-hmm. likes 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 things, and it'll lead to the thing. This will lead to what I posted the other day on mm-hmm. on, on the on the website, but. It'll lead to that, but it's not like uh, it's not attention. No, it's appreciation, like you said. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from, though? How do we get? I, I, I'll tell you for me where mine comes from. Mine comes from my children. Mm-hmm. Like my children mean more to me than anything in this world. Like because of, I don't realize how much I needed them. I do, but there's times where I'm like, man, I need you guys just as much as you need me. You guys have no idea how. One, one, the other day, it was just the other day, I was in, in the in the uh, kitchen, I was preparing, uh, cleaning up and getting the kids ready for bed, and I was just, I don't know if my daughter could sense that I had, and I think kids can, I don't think she uh, sensed that um, I had something on my mind, like I was, I just wasn't feeling it. And she just walked up to me and gave me a hug. Mm-hmm. And she, well, she reached up for me to pick her up, and I picked her up, and she gave me a tight hug, and I was like, Daddy needed that. How'd you know? She was like, I, I, I just knew, Daddy. Okay. And I'm like, man, you guys have no idea. So that's one of the places where I do get my appreciation um, with all that, like you said, all of that that's on our minds. How do you, where do you find the appreciation? Or is there, do we just forget about it? Or where does that come from? I'll say for me, you know, it's probably something I've been thinking about. Before you finish, I think that's why we do what we do. Because though the kids are difficult, they show their appreciation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they yeah. leave, when they leave, and when they're having a rough time, when they come down, they show it every single day. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, I, I, I probably say for me, something I've been thinking about lately, man, is just smelling the roses. Mm-hmm. I think we live in such a, a grind culture, man. Um, and I feel like you know, as as men, right, we we measure our we're measured by ourselves by our performances. Um, I think the whole world measures us by that. So I'm not, yeah, to be honest, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. we are measured by whatever we, we accomplish. We, we take those societal norms <laughs> off. What, what what performance you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> a couple <laughs> couple of mother performance. You know what I mean? All performance. <laughs> Can't some take some of y'all nowhere. be out here taking them performance enhancements. <laughs> Can't take them nowhere. <laughs> Performance of him is handsome. Uh, look at <laughs> look at twelve p.m. late. So. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I, I agree with you. It's definitely a grind, a yeah, grind culture. Yeah, it, I mean, we, man, we grind ourselves, man, and and man, I've been having some great conversations with my cousin, cause uh, you know, uh, he's having his man first baby. Oh wow! Child, man. So we've been having some, some great conversations, man. And one of the things we talk about is just just growing old. Mm-hmm. I mean, just growing old, and you think about the grind cultures, man. So many people uh, are grinding themselves into the ground for success, and you just have to ask yourself, what does success look like for me? 
Everyone yes. has a different outlook on success. I think because of social media, technology, things are more accessible. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are, um, take a look at what other people's lives look like in 30-second clips. Mm -hmm. and feel like I need to have that in 30 seconds. Why it took them and 25 years to get that. <laughs> okay. And reality, cool. it took people 25, 30, 40. Yeah. And I'm so close to, you know, having a guy like my uncle, you know, who's had his business for 30 years in real estate, you know, who's very well off. And I, I've seen how he, he's had to build that. So when I'm looking at, you know, you, you watch like MG, the mortgage guy, the earn your leisure, great podcast. They got so much information that's, that's you know, coming in, coming to you in input, I think there's so much that you have that it can overload you. Mm -hmm. um, mm. And I, I saw a clip by Denzel Washington. He talked about how you live in the age of over information. Man, over information, and even even the stuff that you want to know about, I feel like, man, sometimes it's just it's too much. much. It's too, it's much too much because you're doing so many. You know, I've always said we wear so many hats, mm -hmm. right? Today I gotta wear Dean Willis hat. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow I gotta wear. 11.30 at night, I'm wearing the big brother hat. My mm -hmm. sister calling me at night. Mm -hmm. Got issues with our parents. Mm -hmm. Got a little sis getting her first car. Mm -hmm. She wanted to talk about, you know, this car and, you know, what she want to do for college. So there's so many different hats that you're wearing from day to day. I think there's this, an overanalyzation of information out, you know. And the same thing with these electric outputs. If you put too much it electricity into an outlet, it blows. Same right. thing for us as yep. human beings. We got so much that we're doing and trying to accomplish that sometimes we can overwhelm ourselves. So one of the things I did was sit back and be like, okay, what kind of position have I put myself in? Because that's been my word for the last two years is mm -hmm. position. So what have I done over the last four or five years to put myself in the position that I am? Mm -hmm. Right? I grinded, paying off the school loans and paying off the, you know, the masters, the specialist, doing that whole internship, uh, you know, getting a new job and getting investment property. That so boy got some money over there. Man, man. if you hit this table one more time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in this table because I'm hitting the IRS. They hit he, me today. He hitting it because hey, he can afford it. Hey, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey the IRS says he hit my pocket today. Hey, Y'all need to get my money back. <laughs> IRS hit I me. want my money Hey, man, time. IRS hit you, me hard. I said, where the money at? You think I made this much? Where the money at? Don't talk about it. <laughs> hey, I have to go finish that. my taxes. Do not talk about hey, You hey, need to get you some dependents. Hey, you better get that extension. You need to get you some dependents. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> be careful. You know they don't be playing. <laughs> you Get you some dependent. They're going to be dependent on you so hard, you're going to be dependent on Man, <laughs> listen. I told my CPA, I said, hey, hey, hey I can't. He, he sent me my tax form. I, I emailed him so fast. Tell you know he got money because... We do our taxes. We got the tax lady. Yeah, he got a CPA. Yeah. He is a CPA. First of all, I am my tax lady. Okay. Hey, don't let it's the your blood. I ain't got no money. I put all, hey, with this inflation, I put all my money to this investment property. I ain't got no money. It's okay. Man. Why can't you celebrate your money, man? Hey, it is, but it ain't in my hand. It's in the building. <laughs> it's in the building. He's the only one in here with a cardigan. He got. Some, he got a little something. We ran out in that t-shirt, man. Here's what I was thinking. Tajay Boutique. <laughs> Twenty five dollars. Here's what I'm thinking: when you say, "What does that look like?" One of the things that was pointed out to me is the unwritten contracts of how we start our lives. Mm. I feel like we've been able to, in our younger age, we were rushing everywhere for friends, families. We were doing it right. The unwritten contracts when we start changing that unwritten contract, like, "Hey, now 
what does it look like for you to show me you care back about me? Mm-hmm. How do you love me back if I'm not doing all these things for you on a consistent basis? What does that look like? Yeah. And that's what people struggle with when we, as men, now that we, we're actually voicing our opinions and things about how we feel, people are struggling with the part of, so, y'all used to just take it until the day you die. Why are you telling us now that we don't appreciate you? Mm-hmm. And it's like, because we know what it feels like. How many black men do we know that made it all the way to 70, 80? Like, as black men, we're preparing ourselves for old age that we didn't see that much around us. How much old age did we witness? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I know when I was growing up, I did quite a few, like, older women. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot more older women than older men in my, in my immediate my, circle. Me too. And so that is crazy to me that now, like, I'm at a place right now where I'm, I'm thinking, well, what does retirement look like for me? That's crazy because, first of all, was, no, that was not something that I thought was possible. Mm. I grew up in a 10-year world where I thought to myself, like, brother, you make it to 25, you won. Right. And right. then we passed all that part. We, be, we had 10 years to it. Now we're talking retirement, and what does that look like? So we don't, we're, not pl- we're not plugged in as black men, especially for some of these things that's coming up for our lives. So we have to reinvent these things that are coming up for us. We have to literally map it out for what it will look like, especially for our kids to come after us. Old age has to happen. Look at all the killings that we're seeing. These boys are killing themselves out there. They want to be on T-shirts than be alive. Mm. Man. Like you want to be on the news. You want your boys to rep you and all that stuff. I'm having that conversation with middle school kids. Mm. I was going to work, and I think I told you about this, when the two teenagers just flew past me in a stolen car. Oh, oh, wait a minute, not to cut you off. So I've never seen nothing like this in my life before. I was coming from uh, up, not, what was I coming from? I was coming from south. So I hit Lindale, you know, where the Lunds is, not yeah. Lunds, is that Lunds or Barley's over there? Lunds. Lunds, yeah. So I come past the old Rudolphs and hit, heading back to Minneapolis, get on the highway, but I'm right there by um, Loring Park, right mm-hmm. that light right there. All of a sudden, cars zoom past they're on the sidewalk like hanging out the window though waving people out there's people walking on this is the sidewalk two cars two two vehicles full speed i, I was like it looked like a movie i've never seen well, nothing like that that's before. what i experienced that morning on my way to work and that is really to me it's ridiculous mm-hmm. but here's the problem that i have with all of that the same way how we said that we want an integration and all that stuff, we're saying equity, but in the wrong way lately. Mm, I, yeah, like, I agree. you telling me for things to be equitable for my black and brown boys and girls, it means they can't follow direction or be good citizens? Or for my white kids, for them to know that we are part of this, that they can't be good citizens? you telling me the kids are supposed to... These things is straight out of a movie. I'm saying, yeah, I stopped. Definitely. The car went through. The cop car is right behind him. They got on 94, flipped over. Yes, I saw that. It was on the news. Mm. Then they ran across, I had to step on my brake. They ran across the highway. Oh, they got out of the car. They got out of the car and started running on foot across a busy highway. See? Like you watching Rush Hour with Jackie Chan and them going through the highway. See? And that's when, so that's why it's important to have. Both parents Both, in the household. Yeah. But even elders, like when you're speaking of your uncle, speaking of men for more some discipline, yeah. but um, but also when we're speaking about um, over information mm-hmm. and how do we 
get to where we want to be and all these things on our mind, one thing that we're not looking at or learning, especially in this fast-paced world right now, your uncle had patience. It yeah. was a, This took longevity. This took work and time. He planted seeds and mm -hmm. waited for water them, ready for it to grow, moved on. We wanted he, he we see he something. Won some, he lost yeah, something. we watch we watch a video and we want want it right now. And I and I, I don't think it's intentional all the time. Mm -hmm. We just yeah. see it like, okay, I gotta learn this. Like, no, just start somewhere and yeah. take our time. And I think that's what's getting us overwhelmed. And I, I know specifically for me, I'm like, I just got so much going on and and instead of just, you know, prioritizing it and then taking my time with it. Yeah. You, you, you tend to want it now. Mm -hmm. Like it gotta be next week. Okay. Oh, I gotta uh, learn gotta this, this and I want yeah. this degree. I want this. And it's not going to happen in a week. Mm -mm. And I mean, even though that, but there are time, it seems like the time restraints on things have gotten shorter too though. Very short. Very short. Yeah. One thing I used to pray about, man, when I was younger is I, uh, I told God to take me the slow route. Hmm. Mm. That when I get to the level that you want me to get to, I, I appreciate it and understand it. I don't, I don't want nothing that ain't for me. I want that what is for me. Mm -hmm. Not a mm -hmm. dollar less or a dollar more. I just want what's for me, right? Because, you know, I've, like we all got different friends that's doing different things. Mm -hmm. And that's doing big things and doing this over there and doing that over there. And one of the things I thought about is, like, my friend, that's his purpose over there. He's supposed to be doing that. Mm. That's his blessing. I gotta focus on what's the blessing for me mm -hmm. in my life, in my journey. Like, can't nobody, I can't walk in Davy's shoes, I can't walk in your shoes. I gotta walk in, you know, it's what God has for me and the journey that I have for me. And, you know, this journey requires a lot, a, a lot of patience, you know, to be able to get to where we've gotten to, right? You talked about making it past 25. That's a blessing. Man. And we gotta have, you know, you know, you say you got a lot of multiple things that you wanna do, and it's just having patience. Where you're trying to go is wonderful. And can't nobody walk that journey but you. Mm -hmm. You just got to have patience with it and enjoy. Like, I don't think we give ourselves enough credit and grace and permission. I think the big thing is permission to enjoy where we're at. Mm -hmm. Like, when I talk about smell the roses, man, I'm smelling the roses right now. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. I just got done with this administrative license stuff, just waiting to get that back. Uh, Talking about some know, more money. <laughs> Everything's money. I'm with just him. saying, everything's money with you, man. To, yeah. We're talking about living your life. We're happy for you, but you just your life. I'm, just, I'm just saying it's perfect. And I'm just like, yo. I was just like, his purpose costs more than ours. That's, <laughs> that's all. Hey, hey, man, I'm okay. I'm gonna tell you that. Hey, <laughs> it, 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 it's paid for, but you can smell the roses now, and we could, you know, joke, you know, about that, you know, the the success, but. You know, you think about what did you have to do to get, get it? This? Definitely. You know, I was yeah. them three, three, four jobs. That's the, but that's the story. That's, yeah, the, that's story. the story. Not the, not the, <laughs> what I got. Yeah. Oh, right now. That's a, that's not, that's a short movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wait, how did I get there? Where's the, there's lessons that's in that. That's yeah, the, yeah. that's the meat of it. What did I go through? What was the journey? How did I get there? Being the school Definitely. counselor. Then going to work at the group home, doing the, you know, the, the mm -hmm. late night shift mm -hmm. to 11. Sometimes do and then doing the overnights on the weekends. So I was working around the clock. You appreciate them more now, don't you? Oh, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. Then I appreciate it now because the biggest thing for me was just focus on the mission. In a sense, and stay on do the you mission. miss, I kind of miss the grind. Not, not, not I, I kind of miss the experience. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. it, it, it was like, dang, I got here. I'm like, ah, what no, do I, I do? I don't miss it. 
You don't miss it. You don't miss no part <laughs> of it. Cool. Not, not, not the struggle. <laughs> no, no, no. But the grind, I get what like, you're you know saying. what I mean? Right? Like, this is what's I, next. Because yeah, it, like, it made it you. you. Like, yeah. it, it, it makes you, and you have some good times in, the, in yeah. there. But it also makes <laughs> you like enjoy what you're doing now, like, yeah. Yeah, where you yeah, are yeah. now. Definitely. Like, me not, yeah. being, me not working during the summer, the past two or three summers now, oh, my God. I remember when summer was coming, and I'm like, oh, yo, yeah. all right, so... We got to line up some. You know what right, I'm saying? I got to find some. This, yeah. this ESP job, yeah. not it for me. We got to line up something. Man, and yeah, then here, so like, man. I do not, I don't I don't miss that part. I, and, and the grind of it is, it's beautiful. But also, it come with, like earlier, it come with, man, a strain on your mental health when you're going at that pace. Yeah, That's definitely. a lot to be yeah. going at that pace. And I, you learned a lot. You know, in the process, you learned a lot for sure. Yeah. And it, we, yeah. Ain't, we ain't done. But also, we need to get ourselves permission to rest. Like, mm, definitely. I, I, and that's what I so don't think we do. Rest. We do not rest. Because yeah. I yes. said, and that's yes. our biggest thing as I men. Agree. We don't rest. And our idea of rest, too, as men, is to catch a game or stuff like that. And in the moment where we're doing it, everybody's like, oh, you're watching a game again. I, I just you got this rest. game again. Like this again. Like, yeah. So then what's the balance between, because I get it, it's like we got to give our time to rest. But then sometimes I'd be like, man, am I being lazy right now? Am I being like, that, should I be doing something? What's sa, sa, can I say sa, Sunday? <laughs> Sunday I was lazy as hell. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I do it too. I, but no, no, I was I, just I, I was lazy and I'm just like, today I don't wanna do nothing. I'm gonna get these morning announcements I gotta do. And then I just wanna watch the games. Yeah. Just wanna relax. Uh and, and just chill and, and just enjoy life. I feel like, man, we work hard every day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Mm-hmm. All Definitely. the roads that we Definitely. have. There ain't a day where we ain't working hard. And Man. I think too many people get in comparison of them. Like, they're hard, for one, being hard on yourself. Two, comparing yourself to other people where they're in their own journey. You have to love and appreciate where you are in your own journey, in your own shoes. Um, and just be okay with where you at. I know you, wherever, you know, everybody want to go different directions, where they're trying to do it for accomplish their goals and, and those sort of things. But it's okay to to take rest because I feel like even in rest you can learn mm-hmm. in, in rest you can learn a lot about yourself because who knows where this problem or issue that you have in and then you like because you're grinding so much it's not coming to you you know in a in a clear state but when you rest I think there's clarity in it yeah. um, and then okay boom okay now I got this energy to go do this or, but that's oh, my problem with resting though when I'm resting so much, my brain don't know how to rest. See, that's the thing. The mental, like. My brain keeps <laughs> yeah. moving about what's the next move. Yeah. What's the next step? You well. can ask my fiance. One of the things that we be we be arguing about, when I say I'm resting, oh, I'm resting. That's leave when she want to be like, then, that's when she like, so we can knock out the basement today. I'm like, who is this we? <laughs> do you she speak French? She's trying to put you to work. <laughs> put you to work. <laughs> oh, oh, baby, let's take two hours to do the, this, this and this. Like, look here. Uh, unless your middle name is Rest, right, man. <laughs> I am right boundaries. here. Hey, man, you I have no put boundaries in place. Man. I have no problem resting, but my my physical being can be in one place. Yeah. But my my mind, my brain, like I'm always calculating the next move, the next thing that I need to do. What mm-hmm. is it? Like I'm torn with all these things that I want to do right now. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't do nothing with the past because it's. Well, no, it's my future right now. Oh, no, like no. I'm looking at my future. Like past, where are we going? Cause it's already done. Mm-hmm. You can't do nothing with tomorrow because it ain't here. The future ain't real because it ain't here. And this present moment that we in is real. So you have to do what you can in your present moment. Future ain't here tomorrow. 
So I'm not going to worry about tomorrow. I know I got stuff to do tomorrow. So basically women were saying, hey, if you see that man rest him, let him rest, okay? <laughs> let him let rest. What you make an R&B song? Let him rest. Let him rest. Let him rest. Let that man rest. But we got a man, man, you, in your brain. And it's, it just comes with a bunch of practice, but just giving yourself permission to, to, to smell your own roses, man. Y'all work hard every day. And our job takes a toll on us. So we move yeah, a lot. I was, kind of, I was looking at this. 18,000 steps is the minimum that's I get a, on a good man. day. But on a good day. That's your physical part. But what, a, what about all measure our mental? mental yeah. And we're in a lunchroom that's loud as heck. The kids screaming. And you are, man. Y'all know some of these things hit us spiritually too. And some of those things hit home for you when yeah. you see, man, yeah. I sent you all an article about one of my parents. I mean, I'm not going to oh, go yeah, into yeah, details, yeah, right, like, right. but that takes a toll on you. And this year, I have so many kids who lost their parents, mm -hmm. who are dealing with grief. We, have a, we, had, we do grief groups, smaller grief groups when, as a school, we always yeah. had grief group. Mm -hmm. This year is the biggest grief group we've ever had. Man. So why do you think that, um, and this will lead into something else, but why do you think that we as men not saying women don't have stresses or anything like that. Why do you think we as men take take things uh, harder? It's a rhetorical question. Um, why do you think we take it harder, stress harder than than women I, mo I, most of the time? I don't think we were ever prepared as young boys. Mm, a lot about of what of life, what is what does it look like to process emotional life in general? Mm. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I am coming to realization is is for me as an individual, I was told how to be strong. I was taught how to be strong. I was never taught how to be a man in the sense of like how to take care of a whole, whole lot of people and take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I was taught how to put everybody else in front of me. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. it looks like to be a man from where, like, forget the you don't cry thing. You better make sure everybody's good yeah. before you. Yeah. So it's not that we take, we take stress more than like modern women it's more like they were prepared for role like how to be a mother how to be like they they all their lives i feel like they were prepared brought up to be prepared for those things versus us all our lives we were prepared to be like you everybody comes first yeah. and then you right right if that makes sense yeah. for me that's how we was raised i don't think so i don't think that's a necessarily kind of lead into it i don't think that's too much of a bad thing no it's not because it's it's so i heard a i heard an analogy that um it was kind of i'm paraphrasing that there were two group a group a, a, a group of people sitting down at the table but their hands were forks and spoons mm. their hands were but they were long but they couldn't feed themselves mm -hmm. but it was for and so they couldn't eat but only the people that fed the person across from them was were able to eat. That's paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. But if you know, they're supposed to feed each other. Yep. And I think that's kinda how because I get pride, I get a sense and I'm sure you guys do too, from mm -hmm. taking care of responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's where my pride comes from. Yeah. But I be I believe that it is whoever I'm with, my significant other or it whatever. Should be reciprocated. So it's, Yes, it should be reciprocated. So they'll take, I'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. You take care of me. Mm -hmm. When I can't stand, you stand for me. Yes. And when and when when you can't stand, I stand for you. Mm -hmm. The problem that we have right now is instead of like us working together, we have gender roles, we have gender mm -hmm. confusions in the sense of like 
everybody, we all play a role. Definitely. Like, and they're, and they're important. Because, and they're very important. Let's take yeah. your ears, for example. Yeah. Most people, I hope a lot of people know this high age, that if you chop out one of your ears, your head goes a certain way. Mm. That's how much it helps you balance yourself with gravity and everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. The important, the, the thing that we are struggling right now is that what does it look like for us to all work together is my biggest confusion. I feel like we're arguing and fighting with each other. Yeah. If it's not racially motivated, it's genderly motivated. Definitely. If it's not genderly, there's always something that's standing in our way in this yeah. damn area. It's yeah. my confusion right now. Well, while when I was way more, when we were poor back in Africa, I feel like we had way more peace mm. and tranquility. Mm. I don't mm. know why. I'm not even gonna sit here and be on this house like I know why. I you just feel like do. I was. You probably could answer that. I, I could if I do deeper because yeah. one, I didn't have all this. There was not all these things in my face all the time about what I could have and what I. Could you didn't have. have much to care about. You no. had just more to appreciate. Right there, what he had is what he had. I slept a lot. Said, yeah. There's all these things are in your face mm -hmm. every single day telling you you need to do more. You need to have more. Mm -hmm. mm. You ain't doing enough. I think that's mad. I think what you said right there hits home. And those messages over and over and over and over again, man, it hits your, man, it hits your, the, your, the psychology, you know, of you. It, it hits there. And it's like, man, am I, and you, you start questioning yourself. Man. Am I doing enough? <laughs> that is the fundamental <laughs> question. Am I doing, am I doing enough? Or oh, what am I doing? Does it does it mean anything? Doesn't matter to somebody, to anybody, my significant other. Doesn't matter to you, right. you know. And it's yeah. like, you know, like going back early, like just you know, wanting that appreciation, man, uh, for the work that that you put in, um, and like you said, teamwork, man. I think that's a lost art. And that's where I think we, I think that's what we've we dropped the we ball on. We need more teamwork. We need man. more teamwork. We, we than see anything. The, the inflation, the economy, all these different things. And you like. Two are better than one. Can so, I be honest? America is not built for one person. <laughs> that man. Like, hey, say that again. For you to just be by yourself, like America, I don't think anywhere is built, but America especially yeah. is not built for anybody hey man, to X, be by themselves. X is ten dollars. She got to put five on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he. That's how he got rich. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's how he, he go Dutch. We don't figure it out. He got money, but he make <laughs> you pay your way. <laughs> He's like, Pop is 250. I want your 125. You go to Timberwolves game. Oh, you want equality. You want equality. He a feminist, feminist. You want equality, you got to pay your. No, I'm just playing. No, you make just as much as me. You make. You ain't no good. Oh, man. You know you ain't playing. Oh, man. But I. So I explained this to my barber as well. And I'm like, well. There is gender roles. There are there are gender roles because, mm -hmm. what, but there because there's things you can do that I can't do. I can't right. bear a child. Mm -hmm. I can plant the seed, which you can't do. Mm -hmm. You need my seed to give you a child, but I need your I need your fertilizer. Mm -hmm. I need you to carry that child. Mm -hmm. I can't do it without you. That gives me a greater appreciation for you because you brought forth this life that mm -hmm. I planted in you and you nurtured it and brought it forth. Yeah, I need you. You we need me, need so, each other. so while you're in your weakened state taking care of this child, I'm out laboring so that and protecting so that you're provided for, you can eat, and that you are protected and sheltered. Mm -hmm. So we need each other. Like At they're, all they're, times. They're, we need each other, and there's so there should be appreciation. I show my appreciation by making sure you're taken care of, and you don't have to. You can rest 
in the time of nurture. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, we need each other. And that's, that's my biggest part that I don't, instead of competing with each other, we need to work with each other. Yeah. But the competition yeah. is, is the excessive part. And then I, I hear everybody trying to do one fit all gloves. Like everybody's like, that's I see this, possible. that's the kind of relationship I want. Like, no, 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 you yeah. have to come together and see what works for you as individuals. Oh, man. Like talk, both talk of you, for, for example, me, like we need to sit down and talk and say, this is what we need. This is what works for us mm-hmm. as indivi- like as a couple. What works for us may never work for the next man. But that's the thing, though. That's okay. It right? is. It is okay. And that's the part that I think is being confused with, relationship like, goes. relationship goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah everybody is saying relationship goals and hashtag relationship goals. I'm like, but you're not understanding <laughs> how much they have to be go through to get to they these goals the that they are at they now. The work. Hey, say it again. The work, the work, the work. The, I'm telling and you they that. don't have to look the same. Mm-hmm. But why does every relationship have to look the same? Oh my God, I want to be Michelle Obama and and, and, and what? It's social media. Do you man. know how much they went through? You don't even know their life. Man, you see the end product, and that's what you want. Man, I'm telling you, social media has given so many people a faulty misconception about so many different things, especially relationship. Yeah, everybody got a relationship goal. And because everybody has access to social media, everybody's relationship guru. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't say I mean things. Hey, you see, my everybody's man, a relationship. My man, guru. Chance the rapper has been dragged on on Twitter <laughs> for what? What? Man, so my man went to a carnival in Jamaica. I don't know if it's Jamaica or something. <laughs> One of the carnival ladies started dancing on him, like, and he's just like has a sip. Hey, you know, <laughs> he going crazy. It was a literally six seconds grind on. I was like. He should know better. He married. Oh, shut up. Like, are you his partner? What does that have to you do with you? You don't know what arrangement they got. Right. Oh, it, right. like, so he can't let loose for yours, one minute. Right. It's not your problem. Yeah. But then everybody has to comment about everything. It's like everybody has an yeah. opinion. Man. And to me, it's like that's the part that throws me off, the disrespect for other people's privacy. That is so disrespectful. If Beyonce would have did it, they wouldn't we couldn't say nothing because the beehive. Leave <laughs> Beyonce alone. Maybe Beyonce alone. About to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Man. It's just, it's just crazy though. Um two things. One, so I, I, I was watching another podcast, but I've heard this um a couple of times. Like, but I, I saw it. I saw it, um, so it's just it's, it's this guy I listen to. He's a white guy. All right, he's from he's he's European, and um, but he was talking to a group of young men, mostly white. One of the things he told them was um, one thing that predicts their success is the woman that they choose. Mm. And I've never heard that as a coming up like from 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 men, mm. um, mm-hmm. and you know. Coming up as a black man, I never heard that. Like how I was never taught that. I should say, like, yeah. your woman, Impacts the woman you choose, life. the individual choose, and I'm sure it's the same for women, the man that they choose. But the woman you choose will either help you grow or stunt your growth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the yeah. greatest decisions you make in life. It's a big one because that's a, that's they, they bear your child, they plan your yes. future, and let's say something happened to you, they pass your legacy on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, that makes a lot of sense to me hearing that now. But like you said, it's not something, I don't think it's something that was like butt up at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. I yeah. remember our mom was being very protective about what woman came around. 
Like, ah, who's yep. that little heifer? Yep. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Who's that little heifer? Get that little heifer out of crazy. my house. Man, that's crazy because <laughs> so. You'll get, you'll get with a woman. Not all. Let me word this right because I don't want no hate. You want to be canceled? I don't want to. I want to be canceled. Hey, we're going to point at him, man. No. So, but look, we'll put. Sometimes it's not realistic because then the women you date a lot of times will project things onto you that they want you to do for them, mm-hmm. or, um, but they would never approve that behavior. From, from a woman for their child, mm-hmm. for their son. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom telling me what to watch out for. Mm-hmm. What type of, these girls are gonna, they were very protective of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, thank you, mom. She was very protective of me. So I'm be thinking like, hey, you, you women know exactly what we deal with as men. Let's be realistic sometimes. Let's be, real, let's, let's be a little realistic. Sometimes yeah. you raise, you raise the young, I, that's something else. I ain't even gonna go into that. Now you raise. So my thing that I was saying is like, one thing I'm I'm gonna preach to my son till the day I leave this earth is someday you're going to be somebody's husband, yep. somebody's father, somebody's uncle. You're gonna be so many. You're gonna wear a lot of hats. My job right now is to raise you to be a good person to all these people that you're gonna be. Yeah. What does that look like? I don't have a blueprint to follow. So me and you, we we're creating this right now. My dad didn't do his job. Yeah. Not even a little night, never did his job. Mm. So now me and you are creating this. So when I make mistakes, and sometimes I'm like, all right, I could have handled that different. You, yeah. you pissed me off at that moment. Man. I could have handled that different. <laughs> I but one thing, man, I do. I, I, and I want him to understand that one, as a man, we do have pride, but your pride cannot stunt your growth. Mm. So I'm okay mm. with saying, man, mm. my bad. One of the things my fiance pointed out too was like, hey, sometimes you get so mad at him, you need to, un-, and I'm like, all right. Which, how can I do it different? She's like, I'm not saying don't discipline him, that that's you, but like, you have to know that give him grace, give him like, cool. See, and I, that balance, that balance, that balance is, is very, very important for a child because you're, you're naturally hard. You're gonna be hard. Like we know what it takes to be a I, man I was in this once world. him. Yes. At ten. Yes. Like I was once. Every Definitely. stage that you go through, going like I have been there. Yep. So when I watch you playing silly, stupid games, I have been there. Mm. When you're trying to pull a fast one in your mama, boy, I have been there. We did it. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like the small things that they don't pay attention to. Like when I'm telling them, like when they say something and he has to say something, and I'm like, you have to let him stop doing that. I'm like, because yeah. I'm dealing with kids now who have to mm-hmm. argue about everything. Mm. And they're not understanding that. It then turns into a job. Your boss says, do this, and you have to argue about everything. You're going to be at your mama's house, not my house. Right. You're going to be somewhere, somebody's house. See? Yeah. But that role, like, also, I want him to be loved. You got to teach him how to, like, as a woman, you're the only one who's going to teach him how to love another woman Definitely. like that. Definitely. So I'm, I'm going to take a step back, watch your interaction, but when he's my turn, it's like, nah, brother, man, like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he, like, I'm like, I don't like repeating myself. Yeah, I know that since we are in the school, yeah. oh, in the yeah. building. Like, I do not like repeating myself. Not, not at all. Because I don't not think you're deaf. And I think it's disrespectful for me to say the same thing over and over again to you. Because that's the loudest disrespect you can show me. Mm. For you to not, and especially something for your own good? Come on now. Like, what else you want us to do? So that interaction between mother and son, daughter and dad, is the blueprint that we end up following later on in life. I had to explain that to my middle school kids when they're hitting each other, the boys are hitting them. I'm like, 
you tolerating something right now that later on will be very, very problematic for you. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like, you play with them, don't let them put their hands on you. Same way, you don't put your hands on them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the fight that I'm having with the moms. Somebody hit my daughter, and then I look at the camera, your daughter slapped him right across the face. Man. Mm -hmm. like, that like, starts, so that, that starts what we deal with when we're older. Mm-hmm. Like the appreciation, the respect, the wait a minute, I'm still expected to do my responsibility. I'm still expected to hold my standard way high, of doing. High as hell. But because you're a girl, that's kind of what we're teaching them. Because you're a girl, you can get away with this. And that's not right. And we're seeing that though. Mm -hmm. We're seeing that in the front yeah, front. Yeah. Everybody's hearing they're talking about it, but we're watching it happen. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to correct the behaviors. I got a mom that got upset with me. Yelling and stuff, you know that don't bother me. Well, I waited for it to be done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, look here, man. We're going to have a good conversation or you're going to yeah. keep yelling. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> the next time you start yelling, I'm clicking this phone. See. Your baby's still home with you. It don't matter. <laughs> Can't come to you, come in with it. Don't matter to me. Yeah. So what is it that you need? But our communication is off. Like we're questioning other adults instead of our kids. Man, I hate that. I hate it. So like, I wait a minute. Your question shouldn't be, why did you do this? Why did you do that to my kid? Or why did you, or what why my kid? It should be, why am I getting this call from, from the school? school? Like, mm. why is the school calling me about you, fool? <laughs> I shouldn't be getting no calls at all. Like, what? Man, they, they questioning But us. man, they questioning us, like, wait a minute. Oh, I'm God. taking care of your kid all day. <laughs> and they don't pay us that much. No offense <laughs> to you. They don't. So that's what I'm talking about. So, like, when we deal with all of this, I, I bring, like, I can deal with all that, but I want to go home and just have peace. And then, so that brings up the next, that next well, topic. Hold on, we got to make a deal. Though. I feel like we wait for the weekend to rest. What does it look like to rest in between the weekend? It's almost as if somebody designated Saturday and Sunday <laughs> as, gotta, as international children. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. I swear I was thinking about this this past weekend. <laughs> like, the jobs have been crazy for the last two weeks, man. It's been crazy full of stuff. We, bro, we work in a high stressful job, man, for like 10 hours. We live in a high stressful world. After, that too. Along with oh, that, right along in, with right, that. right when we hit, right when we go into the school for 10 hours, we on. It's go, we go, on, go, 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 go. Oh man, and one of the things I man I have been doing and creating, I'm just like, I want peace when I come home. Mm. But not just to say peace. I want peace, mm. I have to create. Because mm -hmm. we're creators mm. of our lives. Mm. So the environment that I want at home, I gotta create it. Yes, sir. Hey, this is how I wanna function when I come home. I don't wanna have a stressful environment. Yeah. Even with the lady that I'm with, you know, my girl and I'm like, hey, this is the things that I talk about. I say, hey, I want this kind of home when I come home. <laughs> Hey, listen. Come man. on, man. My guy was but preaching. Hey, listen. You better have some, some standards, man. I, I no, know, definitely. But that's that goes know back to when I come home. That goes back to the one you choose. Like, <laughs> yeah. is she gonna bring peace to you or help? help be his peace. Yeah, in, be your peace. In, you know, you know. Hashtag be his peace. Be her peace. In choosing the woman. I think I think we we cannot forget about ourselves and what our needs and wants are. Yeah, definitely, I like definitely. We, I think we overlook said, we yeah. overlook ourselves because yeah. we like we want to be great men, great spouses. Yeah. Like, what does my woman need? Man, her need, her need, 
all the while we'll forget he ourselves. And that's what and happens though. We put that. everybody else yeah. in front of us. I'm and that, yeah, I'm I understand with you. my home environment. We're going to have some I'm with you issues sometimes for sure. That's going to That's happen. normal. Overall, you know, I've talked with her about, yes, we're going to have some disagreements. And my that's biggest normal. thing is learning how to uh, unlearn and relearn. Mm. Healthy ways of having I like a that. relationship. Unlearn and relearn. I don't want to have fights. But let's have dis. We're gonna have disagreement, mm -hmm. and then we talk about okay. If we having a disagreement. How do I respect you? How do you respect me? Yeah, yeah. Being yep. able. And yep. That's what we talk and about. And vulnerability the, brings the growth. Work though. of the relationship, mm -hmm. doing the work, yeah, those exactly. little pieces. Mm -hmm. um, and okay, mm -hmm. you work in a school. I work in a school. Mm -hmm. What kind of environment do we we want to have when we get done? Yeah. Work. What do we want to do? Working in the school is the best birth control oh. ever. Oh. <laughs> like, man. Oh. <laughs> man. Hey, man. But you got to be, we got to, we have to understand that we have to do the work. And what we want, we have to create it. It's I not agree. just going to happen. It's going to sit in my mind and be like, man, I want peace when I come home. <laughs> All right. What's that look like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to create You got to plan it. What does that look like? like what does it seem go, like? Do you like to have plants in your house? Mm -hmm. Right? Do you like to do some things with that? Do you like to read a book? Hot cocoa bar. Hot cocoa bar. <laughs> <laughs> My guy got a whole, he know he got a hot cocoa bar. You want a hot cocoa bar? That's what we got to give him for Christmas, man. He was talking about his hot cocoa bar. That's his you know Christmas gift. He getting you know a hot like cocoa bar. Hey, hey, listen, was, you getting you a hot cocoa bar. I was about that mug. <laughs> Hey, my man be getting more pedicure than man. You, oh, <laughs> let me talk about that. Yo, yeah, self care pedicure. Man, listen, I got that that uh, Thai style pedicure. Yo, it felt so good this weekend, man. <laughs> I ain't what do you call it? it? What's it called? It's Thai style pedicure. Thai style, like Mike Tyson. Thai style. <laughs> I thought you said. I thought you said Thai style, like they biting your feet. <laughs> they bit his nails off. <laughs> They had, they had the song. <laughs> they beat his nails off. <laughs> he said they beat his nails off. A tie-style <laughs> pedicure. Man. Man, wait. Listen. They beat his nails off. Mike Tyson ain't I can't take it serious. He ain't biting my feet. This ain't a band of Holyfield feet. <laughs> Do you want the mic? <laughs> no, oh, he messed up. He must cancel. He might get us canceled. They get that man a Mike Tyson pedicure. Hey, she was hitting the bottom oh. of my feet like this. Yeah, punch your feet. <laughs> Bit them toenails. Hey, off. I gotta go for more pedicures. Man. Okay, this wait. Be relaxed. We, we, this pedicure. Saturday, my cousin called me. He's like, "Hey, you know, he's like, I want to do some, you know, some self care. Yeah. I got this baby on the way. You know, hey, I got things on my mind, and I can tell. Like, he's like." He's excited. Yeah. He's nervous. Nervous, scared. Right all the things. All the feelings you know, that come man, with it. All of my, it. All my, of my, it. You know, this is my cousin. It's my boy. So I was like, hey, man, let's do something. He was like, hey, I want to go get a pedicure. Mm. You guys are really going to get him. Yeah. He want to get a pedicure. I said, man, it's a great way. You got to take care of your feet. Especially you work in renovation. <laughs> you <gotta laughs> get that tight. <laughs> Look at this. Hey, and then after that, he scheduled an hour and a half uh, massage. Ooh. Man, I just got one today. I, I, didn't I knew know, one. I, I, know I, I was getting I, one. I, I knew. One. I, I, I got one, oh. in, one on my trip, but nah, I need one. I, I want one. the whole package. I want the because I've done that too. When okay. got a, it took me a while to get in there because it's like I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I used to go with my lady. Like I want to go with a lady. Like 
that gives me an excuse to get a pedicure. And one day I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go get one I'm by yeah. myself. I, I'm going to treat myself. I have myself. Ne- I've and never gone by myself, to be honest with I you. I didn't do the manicure. I, the manicure, I always do the just I don't the need the manicure. I don't man. I get, I'm chewy. I chew on my nails when I'm stressed. <laughs> he get the tights on himself. I'm chewy. I chew on my nails when I'm stressed out. But I got to do the pedicure, bro. Yeah. You know, once a month, get both. I got a lady in Egan. It's my favorite lady. My grandpa has this lady. Sometimes yeah. me and him go together. Um, or I just go by myself. Okay. Um, I'm not going by myself once. I get a pedicure and a manicure. So that's your that's your self, one of the things you do. That's for one of the things that I do once a month. Um, for self-care. Man, just, man, I love so that's, that's it. So that's one of your rests. Myself. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's like, all right, this is what I'm going to do after work, or do you just do it on the weekend? Uh, I plan it. I just say, hey, she schedules me in. I say, hey, I want to come in noon Saturday. Yeah. Like, but that's um, one of you. So what do you? Do what would you say? One of your things is like, hey, this is hard. I love a relax. good book, man. I love a good book. Yeah. Um, and the, so I can tell I'm stressed out based on how, fly, how much I fly through a book, mm. because I get lost in that in the, whatever that story is. Mm. It, it gives me a break. So I love a good book. Um, you get that mental rest. That, that mental mind. rest, like my mind is the only time my brain stops moving because I'm inside a story. Mm-hmm. I'm in the story. I'm like curious about how the story ends. So I'm like, I always set the goal for myself: how many books I want to read in a year. This year, I think I got 25 on the list of how many. I want to read up 25 books before the end of the year. I'm ahead a little bit, but I love a good book. That's like one of my, besides I work out, but as it's getting nicer outside, I just took the bike down. Like I'm about to go take the bike in for a nice tune up. Oh, yeah, you got that Lance Armstrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got money. Chill, chill out. You man. got money. You got Lance Armstrong bike. <laughs> you invest on in the bike because you about to ride that for years. <laughs> He's been hitting on this bike for two years. I sure have. Man, he brought me down to the basement, man, showing me his new crib. I saw that bike. I said, hey, man, what kind of bike is that? He got the disc. Hey, that's that Tour de France bike. <laughs> I'm a bike. Hey, I, I love biking, man. Oh, like, man. 20, like, he got I'm, that helmet with the, with the thing in the back of <laughs> I'm done. You got the outfit on, you know, the tight fit. No, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, body suit, Dave. <laughs> I do body not. Baby. Get that body suit. Uh, what right, do you do for, what do you do? What's your one self-care stuff? Uh, self-care. I, it's a, I go to the gym. I, I, I go to the gym. Um, that's one of my self-cares. Another one I'll do is... Man, I just I, I probably need to do more stuff, man, because it's hard for me to kind of figure out what. Actually, no. Um, especially in this, it's, it's whack cause here in the wintertime. It's not a lot you can do, but I like. But there is a lot we could do. We just I think we never investigated it. Let's make True. that a two. Let's True. make that a let's make that a goal. Next winter, we come up with like things to each, do during uh, yeah, the winter. Three or four things rest. from each of us that we we can bring to the table and see. If I if he has something I like, I take it. You got something I like, I don't think I don't gonna do what I do. What? <laughs> I, he, he, hey, get that tice. No, no, no. He go. <laughs> oh, ski. Hey, yeah, I'll be the only one. I'll be the only one. I'll be the only Wait, one there with a sled. Hey, <laughs> I a sled. Jamaican bump sled team. They do got a sled though, right? I'll do that. I'll do that. Push me down the hill. That's it. Make a trip out of it, bro. One of the things I do. Um, they got buddy here. <laughs> Listen, I, I pay for your lesson. A buddy, a buddy, <laughs> buddy hill, buddy hill. Oh, oh, that like that's the a little, little kid's hill. <laughs> man, I, nah, man, my knees is valuable. He doesn't do too many stinky legs. <laughs> 
Now he kneeling. Kneeling. He got no Carlos body. He got some kneeling. My man. No, what I do. Man, can I tell you what I do? Can I tell y'all what I do? My man. Man. My man. I'm done. That was it. That's what I do, man. I like to I like to laugh. I like to get get together and, and just laugh. Like just be, just let go. Do you still do comedy? Let go. I don't. I don't. Why do not? Comedy. You know, I wanted to be taken serious. I didn't want to be. Why are you looking at me like that? Like, man, like, you crack I, jokes all the time. <laughs> no, no, but I didn't want to be the funny it's not dude. Not even that. It's not even that though. But like, <laughs> for example, I know you're funny as heck, but yeah. I take you serious. Like when I, yeah. I want real good advice and stuff. I chat with you. We talk about thing, everything. I didn't want to like to have to be funny. Mm, when you okay. go on the stage, mm -hmm. even though it's there, I had fun initially. Yeah. But then when I start feeling like I had to, to make people laugh, yeah. I wanted it to come natural. natural. And I'm sure I can get to that point where it's just I'm up there talking. Yeah. But it just it uh, it didn't feel natural to me. I like to be naturally like having a conversation. And I'm sure I can I can yeah. do that. Yeah, okay. That makes more um, sense to me. Man, you got a, of, you got a radio voice too. I think you should look into radio business. Because the first time we did the first couple of episodes, yeah. everybody's like, "Who that? He got a real radio voice." Was it I women? Think, yeah. It was <laughs> <women>. <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> was it the ladies? Yeah. First thing. Was it women? <laughs> <laughs> he beat his lips to LL Cool J. You know he got his next CD coming out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta post up his IMB cover. <laughs> First of hey, all, I like to. I want to thank the ladies. Hey, don't sound like that. Hey, listen, I just want to let y'all know, <laughs> your boy got music What's on Amazon Music. Hey, Wait a minute, no, late. No. <laughs> whispering in your ear. What's going on, brother? We're speaking. <laughs> speaking of comedy, though, my uh, my daughter. I guess they're doing the uh, they're doing a um, talent show at my daughter's school. My daughter's my. My twins are seven. My daughter, she's like, she wants to tell jokes. She asked her mom. Like, it almost made me cry. I'm like, man, my daughter's the funniest, hands down, girl I've ever met. And, and not just because she's my daughter. Like, yeah. She is hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like, she's hilarious. And she, and I was like, dang, I don't want her to do comedy. But I'm like, man, if that's natural, that's her gift. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's her gift. Like, she's funny. So, yeah, that kind of, that kind of, uh, man. I said dabble every now, every now and then dabble. Let's go to like uh, what's it called? The comedy place up at the mall, MOA there. What's it called? Which one? Oh, oh yeah, the mall. Yeah. I performed there. Yeah, I, I know you have the House of Comedy. I mean, I don't think I, I'm funny. House I don't comedy. think I'm not funny to stand up uh, and tell nobody jokes. Jokes, man. I, I'm just I enjoy standing it. there and roasting everybody. Yeah, I'm not afraid of being we in front of a crowd. Like that, that'd be dope. Yeah, put let's do it together. Let's, let's do that. Let's do right. that. That's a date. Together. All right, man. Let me brotherly get to, date. Let me get to these brotherly. No, no bromance. <laughs> no bromance. Why you don't want a bromance? Man, man. Why you don't want a bro we're gonna get into that later. We're gonna talk to you about bromance. that. Bromance. Y'all about to get a couple bite a bite Tice. A couple of tice. No, I want to get to this. What I um, let's talk about what I post, put on the um, mm -hmm. the the, uh, the website. Yeah, on our page, on our page on the uh, mental health Instagram. Mental um, so health. it says most men are starving mm -hmm. for loving words of affirmation, mm -hmm. and I agree. To, I I don't think I'm starving for it. I, me personally, but I, do you think that? What do y'all think of that? Like, I don't say I'm starving, but I say I say it's needed more. I don't think it's. I don't think I've heard it as much as I would love to. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, I find a way to get it. I get my affirmation and my processing through music. I'm a yeah. huge 
music fan. Is that you think that's good enough though? Do you no, th- it's do not good enough. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that I have to find it that way mm. and I'm self self sufficiently provided that that route is not enough. So I think that's some of the balance that I'm looking at. Like, nah, there's, there's, I need it from the people that I care about, and they care more yeah. about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, my, my love language words of affirmation. Mm. <laughs> so you know, I think I, I know he I'm, got money. He knows his love language. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he well, was, b- you bites take, and you love. actually take a free test. We know you frugal. That's why you got money. <laughs> now go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Hey, words of affirmation is my thing, but I think I've, we love you, I've man. had to. We love le- I think I've had to learn how to accept gratitude, accept mm. words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Ooh, accept, that's another thing. Mm. Accepting a compliment, or man, wow, how to do that? Is that from not getting it? You think not being used to having it, uh, or what is it? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think, you know, I think it was like I grew up in a, a loving family. I think I, I like, I think I had it. Um, I think it was a. For me personally, it was about who I wasn't getting it from. Mm. Growing up, mm. I think for me, as a, my own life and during my personal, it was feeling like I wasn't getting it from my dad. Why? That's because that big. was that was Definitely. something that that's the person that looked. That like was something you. that I felt like I looked needed. Yeah. I knew I was getting it from you know, my mom. My grandma was one of the biggest. My grandmothers, my grandma Lee was one of the biggest ones who loved me. My aunts, I knew that. It was for me. It was who I wasn't getting it to mm-hmm. that I couldn't see everybody else's. Nah, no. wow, wow, right. And I felt it, you know, from my grandma. She's one of my biggest ones um, who who loved me, man. And, and like I could feel it from her, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Like so, I attached myself to her love. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's what I needed. But also, I felt like I uh, wanted more. Mm-hmm. And not to say that my my dad was a wonderful dad. He's a wonderful person. Because I, but because I was so angry, mm. it clouded me well you because i believe that's kind of that's kind of hard to get rid of where where do you think the anger was from like because it's necessarily they didn't do nothing directly to you to make you angry but it's that what they didn't do for you i think they did both i'm sorry that's just me i think both yeah go ahead um i think was more so that i i wanted love Mm. i wanted just simply you know, there were some things my dad came to, some things he missed. Yeah. Um, because it's different coming from yeah, your dad. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it was more, you know, some of the situ. I think it was also situations that we were put in. Yeah. What you know, some of the things that they were having to deal with, um, that really hardened that for me. So I became mm-hmm. like, I had a hardened heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that, uh, and then it created like. A separation of emotions. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have wow! Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have any emotion yeah. towards yeah. my dad for a mm-hmm. very long time. Like mm-hmm. I remember my ex-wife was telling me when I think it was maybe the second time she uh, was meeting my dad, and we were in my hometown, and we were having an interaction. Um, I think it was at breakfast, and we got to the car, and she's like, "Y'all seem like strangers." I never thought about that. Oh, like, you and your pops? Uh, yeah, we were like strangers. Like, is that? A, Mm-hmm. She never had too many conversations about his life yeah. and who he was. It was kind of uncomfortable. Then it, mm-hmm. then it was like, my dad really don't know about who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it came to a point where all those things were boiling up, boiling up, and then boom, it, uh, you know, it exploded into where I'm like, okay, this is a need for me as a man. I need to validate that and understand, like, here's what I need. And then I need to go talk to my dad. 
Yep. But he, yeah. here's two things that needed to happen. My dad needed to be in a better place. I needed to be in a better mm-hmm. place. Because mm-hmm. I can go seek it and want it, but if that person ain't ready to give me what I need, it then it's not going to yeah, work. It's not. But my father was, you know, in a, it was a blessing to have him in that place. And then for me to learn how to be in that place and to go ask him everything I wanted to know, yeah. I wanted to talk about how I felt uh, with different things and to see how that's blossomed now into the relationship mm-hmm. that we have. Because I swear... You said like, man, maybe two minute conversations, and now we can have an hour and a half, two hours. That's what's conversation. That's, what's up. Man. that's growth. Uh, that's oh man, that's, that's progress. It is. Right How's the story of redemption? I tell you that. Yeah. How was that for you? How was that? Did that heal some things for you? Did that? Did you feel like? Do you feel a difference in yourself yeah. now that the relationship is better between you and your dad? Yeah, I, I can tell it now because back then, uh, and I've said this before, remember my dad called me son. I didn't feel it. I didn't have any emotion. Mm-hmm. Like I was emotionless. Mm-hmm. When my mom called me her son, love you, son. I could feel that. Yeah, yeah. right, I right, feel right, that. right. Mm-hmm. My dad did it. I didn't feel nothing. Yeah. And what was scary for me was like, if my dad died, or if my dad had died in that time where I was feeling angry, frustrated, I used to think that would I cry at the funeral? Would I feel anything? Mm. So I was asking myself kind of those real deep kind of questions like mm. that. Yeah. And I was at the point where I was like, I wouldn't feel nothing. Because I was just, I was angry and frustrated, and and like I'm like I get in that this is my basketball mode, killer mode, where I'm like, yo, I don't feel nothing. I just want to go match you. But I think um, just got to a point in my life where I decided to just be like, you need that, and you want that. And the book that changed my life was uh, He Emotions. T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes. That he emotionally that he changed my life. I read that book, and I was like, praise him, praise him, praise him. And just simply talked, <laughs> one of the chapters simply talked about the time that you have, the time that you're given. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And all the things that you ever wanted to say. Some people don't get that time. Some people don't get that with their people a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I had to work through those things. I worked through those things in therapy. And then not only did I do the work in therapy, I did the work outside, outside of therapy. therapy. That's amazing. I wanted to talk to my dad. That's the amazing learn, part, yeah. learn about his life. How about I step away from my shoes, my frustration, step in my dad's shoes and did, get to know uh, about him. Did understanding him help you to kind of forgive? Understanding his journey help you kind of not, not Give you to, concepts of why where he was coming from at yeah. least? Not to justify or to yeah. not say, Side hey, this is your him. fault, but yeah. understand, like, okay, I kind of understand why yeah. certain things happened the way they did. Yeah, 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 they did. It, it helped me a lot to have, uh, to learn empathy mm. for my dad and his journey. Um, you're a kid, you don't really know. You don't, you don't really know unless they're talking to you about those things um, that they've had to deal with, that they've had to go through, why the certain situations and problems that they've had to deal with in their life. You don't really know. Um, Do you think parents should apologize uh, for even, even, even if it's later on and it's past, do you think parents should c- go back and be like, hey, I own up to the mistakes that they've made? I think everyone should. When I heard my when I heard my dad apology, uh, it it almost it was a sense of uh, I think two things that I had to I had to apologize to. Uh-huh. I think there was two things oh, wow. I had to apologize for the emotionless because I knew I needed love. Even though I was emotional, I knew what I needed. Mm. Um, so I had to apologize for that. And then I think to his apologize, 
his apology um, for the things that you know we experienced and we had all went through. Um, it, it really opened my heart. Uh, and man, I just was, remember talking to him, I was bawling uh, because I never had a conversation like this ever. Really ever, we didn't have that, never had that conversation, I was bawling. And it was a sense of freedom yeah. that I was like, like I relief, chained like myself. I yeah. chained myself by this uh, emotion incarceration of anger, frustration um, that I was, you know, dealing with for for a long time. It was it, it wasn't it wasn't good. It was eating me up. It was eating me up, and it was you know those sorts of things can lead you you know to depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then I was experiencing some of those things like depressed. Like damn, I'm up up down up down. Some of those things, and I, you know, it just came to me. I was in search of what I needed, but I wasn't going to the source of where it was. Mm. So, yeah. so how would this has gone in a whole different direction, but it's good. It's the, um, so how would you say, as a question for both of you, how would you say that, how would you tell men, I recommend to deal with a lot of the issues that we have within relationships, whether it be with our significant other, our kids, is because we're angry mm-hmm. from past hurt or disappointments. Mm-hmm. And we don't, sometimes we, we hold that stuff in and we don't know that it's affecting us. How would you suggest we begin to deal with that? Of course, we'll say therapy. But what would you say to, because that's how we, that usually comes out. That's how it comes out from us as men. Like it's always like anger. You're mean. You're angry. Um, how would you suggest someone begin to heal from trauma and past, whether it be from past relationships? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I felt this was, you know, men men have been hurt in relationships too. Yeah. We carry that, but it comes out as anger. We're real angry, and it we carry it over. So, how would you say one start to heal from those things? I would say start off. One is admitting that there is something wrong mm-hmm. and finding out what it is. Mm-hmm. That there's some pain there. Um, for me, I say just recognizing that there's some pain and like there's some emotions that, that have not been processed. Mm-hmm. I am still in that journey where I need to process a lot of emotions from my childhood. Yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with my dad mm-hmm. since I have been here for 18 years. I lived in Africa for 18, been here for 18. Still yet to talk to this man about the deep, like the roles. So that's why when you say like, do you feel like, I think they do things to us and things they never did for us. You robbed me of the opportunity to learn from you. That's mm-hmm. something you did to me. Mm-hmm. Like you lo- robbed me of the opportunity to see what it looks like to be a man with the de- genetics that you put inside of me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then the things that you didn't do for me would be the things that like, you was never there. So for me, I how do we start that? I say, admitting that those things cost us pain Mm -hmm. like it's like any other group like the first part is just recognizing that there's a need there i believe that there's a need there for for me uh and someday i hope to god that me and him can sit down and have that conversation when i was in college you asking me this i'd have been like hell no i don't talk to that fool like Mm -hmm. forget him you know what i'm saying like oh that's the wrong angle like like who who think it is now i'm different Mm -hmm. as i get older i'm like "Ah, let's talk do I think it's one sit down? Nah. For us, it's going to take a few conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a while. We're going to have to talk. So you have to rebuild a lot of things. 
because I don't have any form of identity towards you. Mm -hmm. I've never spent time with you. I've never been in the same household with you. So we, we have to start from scratch. Am I hurt by you? Yes. Oh, you, if there's anybody in this world that hurt me, so you take the front row. Mm. You are number one of the people that hurt me. But that's the thing. The people that love us the most, the people that are supposed to love us the most have the capability of hurting us the most. Yeah, because we're dependent. dependent. We, we, yeah, we're so dependent. We're so I'll say the first part is just, hey, for me, for me as a man, it's recognizing that there is pain, anger, and anguish towards that relationship. Yeah. And then going from there. And fixing it, or you know, trying to fix it right away because, in my opinion, the longer you just say, you know what, it, it's not, it, it bothers you, but you try to ignore it, yeah. the more uh, likely you are to hurt those who are closest to you mm -hmm. and who you love. Mm -hmm. The reality is like what he, what Hillel said is like the person being ready to have that conversation and you being ready to have that conversation is a big deal. Yeah, I don't like for me. I'm willing to have that conversation starting yeah. now. What if he's not? But that's how my do, thing. Or, or the person is accept not willing. How do you do that? Accept, accept non-closure. I mean, mm. accept non-closure. I'm not doing it for him. Yeah. When I get to the place where we do it, it's not for him. It's for, it yeah, has to for be you. for me, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then one of the things that I'm, I'm loving about life right now is I'm surrounding myself with people who can tell me the honest truth mm -hmm. when I'm messing up. Mm -hmm. Like I call you, like we text, we joke and everything, but yeah, like, hey, well, this is the one part that I miss the most about working with each other. We used to just pop into each other's room and just sit there and talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like what you think about this? Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people that when I, I, I love an advice. I know I'm like, I can tell when I'm wrong. I cannot identify how I'm wrong, mm -hmm. if that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. So when yeah. I can hear someone put words to what I'm thinking in my head and the feelings I'm having about the direction I'm going, it eases my mind to know, like, yeah, you, you messed up here or there. Like, how can you fix it? So if he's not ready, that's on him. Yeah. But for yeah. me to be a better father, a better husband, a better everything for what I'm going to need to have that conversation at some point in time. I am going to need to have it with him. I'm going to need to talk to my son about why I do it because he's asking about him now. Where's your dad? See, and, yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. it'd be easy for me like, he's dead. But no, he's not dead. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Where is he? So we it, it's it's a it's a process, but it's a process that takes both. But for my peace of mind, I need to do it because of me. Yeah, kind of mm -hmm. there. Yeah, I would. One of the things that helped me with, with my pops as well is that having that conversation, like straightforward, like. But I was ready to forgive. Like I need to let this go. Mm -hmm. I need to let it go. Um, but now after letting that out realizing it's a couple things realizing like all right you're gonna be a father one day and you're not gonna be perfect mm -hmm. and your kids are gonna have to forgive you or overlook some uh some of your mistakes some of your yeah some of yeah. your mistakes and some mm -hmm. of your shortcomings so i was like okay i gotta you know understand like my dad went through some stuff too he didn't have his dad his dad died when he was two yeah you know so he didn't have his dad too the opportunity to see him interact with my own children. Mm. Like my children, like what, now I'm robbing my children of having a grandfather if mm -hmm. I'm not allowing him to be in their life. That's selfish. Yep. That's selfish. That's selfish. So yep. that's one of the things that helped me, has helped me uh, heal and kind of from from that situation is like, man, he, I seeing him interact with my kids and my kids getting to have that opportunity. Now I can live vicariously through them. Like, man, yep. this is, 
now they have that. And I, I, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. That's a good feeling, though, when you see that. I feel yeah. like it is. It's yeah. like, okay. I, and I, I'm seeing that right now with my son. Like, I was a child when I was, when I was born and raised for my first five years. I was with the perfect strangers because my mom hired me so early mm-hmm. that at 16 back then, you would not be able to go back to school. And they didn't want anybody to know she had a kid. So then I moved in with like somebody at church, but now watching my son interact with all my family members from birth to 10 now, I'm sitting there sometimes just jealous, man, this is what I needed. But here I am like perfect. Like the kids, all they do everything together. That's a cultural thing in every black culture where you and your cousins used to sleep on the floor, like Thanksgiving, like that's our thing. Make a pallet. Make a pack, make a pallet. Like you got just, just bodies on top of bodies on top of bodies. But we made it work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we were people that were groomed to not have enough but still find happiness. Yes. And so Definitely. we made it work. Definitely. So now I'm watching my son go to, like a lot of stages that he's going to is hitting home from, is hitting different emotions for me. Because mm. these are stages and things where one, I didn't have a me in, in in my life like he does. Mm-hmm. I didn't have none of that. Then two, it's like how do you how do you make sure you don't rob him of all the things that you never had? I don't know all the things I never had. I'm very curious to what that looks like. So I'm always asking questions from like other like people who have done it, who have raised kids, who have gone to college. Like man, what am I? Ex- what should I expect next? Mm-hmm. Like he ten, he getting on my nerves a lot more. What should I expect next? You know, like it's a step by step process. So yeah, it's it's nonstop of how you're gonna look at it. I don't want to ever feel like I'm robbing him of something. That's my biggest thing. He has a grandpa. He has his grandpa on his mom's side, and so he sees him a lot. So I'm like, thank God. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we kind of went into something else, but ladies that are listening, the women that are listening. Um, Men like affirmations. We we, I would say that affirmations give us, shows us, it gives us a sense of appreciation when we are affirmed. Um, but so this post that I put up, it says uh, one, men like to hear that uh, they feel safe with you. Two, I'm proud of you. Three, thank you for taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one's I love you. Five, I trust your decisions. That's a big one. Mm. That's a big one. Um, six, I believe in you. Uh, seven, thank you for putting in effort. Eight, thank you for paying. Uh, Caleb probably won't hear that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> he be out here splitting that. He got split. He split. <laughs> hey, listen. Don't let my boys fool me. I pay. <laughs> okay. I, pay. I like to take care of my lady. Uh, now you sound like, know that. like blues. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, impromptu day. She know I'm romantic. <laughs> Baby. Oh, oh, man. Hey, you in my ears. Do ever. <laughs> no, she know to. I like to take care of her. He got to talk like that because he ain't paying nothing. He ain't making no half. <laughs> like, you made me go half. Half, you pay for <laughs> when, all the, when, when his lady here, she can say, Oh my god, <laughs> if it isn't Mr. Attitude, I went halfway <laughs> with you the last time. All right, uh, so yeah, I ain't gonna know how to pull out her card. So. <laughs> Let me stop. He like, You ain't got no cash. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so eight was thank you for paying. Uh, you look sexy today. Mm. Um, you are not weak for seeking help, mm-hmm. you're not weak for seeking help. Uh, 11, can I ha- have your help? Um, 
I value your opinion. Can I get your perspective? Um, I respect you. Uh, the work you put in doesn't go unnoticed. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, that's a big one. Like, mm -hmm. uh, it's that's a big one. Just recognizing certain things. Um, and fifteen, probably the most important one. <laughs> What y'all think? I'm going to let y'all guess. What y'all nah. think 15 is? <laughs> Come on, man. What's 15? He's about to set me up. It's <laughs> <laughs> just set up. He like, you Don't guessed that one. <laughs> Don't got, do it. You got great sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that has Was been that the Mental Health oh. Podcast. Uh, <laughs> we out. We out. <laughs> Thank you. Nah, Thank you very much. Sex is a part of mental health. Yeah, we, <laughs> it, it definitely is. Um, yes, I wanted to is. say that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15, the most important, we like to hear. I'm sorry. Woo! I'm sorry. I know it's hard I, to say sometimes. I was wrong. Ladies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I was so wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Oh man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, on that note, that's that's what we're gonna leave y'all with today. Okay. Okay. Man. Okay. So yeah. Affirm, okay. ladies. Affirm. Give your man some affirmations, even when you feel, um, because. Sometimes. In the midst of anger is the best time to do it. That's just me. I feel in like in the, in the midst of anger, sometimes we get out of character. We get out of our Definitely. Oh, definitely. We're not so perfect. We're not perfect. So in the midst of where you think we're upset or where you're upset with us, um, for some of us, we have a lot of journeys that we've come through. For some of us, we have a lot of roads that we've traveled. In the midst of that place saying, hey, I am upset with you, but I love you. I know we are not seeing eye to eye right now, but I love you. I appreciate you. Um, the sacrifices you make is not going unnoticed. Those are the, like, you don't understand how much that would change an argument, a conversation to a different direction. Um, and with me, you don't have to take your credit card out. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's wild. Hey, listen. Hey, man. Hey, man. Back up from the microphone. Hey, man. 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 I'm going to say this, man. I think affirmation is important at any time in life. And I'm going to say that because y'all know how it is. When we leave the, when we leave our home, we're hoping that we come back. Mm. No day, mm. no time. No man knows the day, nor is time. So I think affirmation, you know, for a man is important at any time. So, ladies, you know, don't be shy by giving your man affirmation. Show him some love. Give him words of encouragement. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important uh, because we got to go out here and fight for this life as a black man. Um, so you need to be encouraged. You want your warrior to go out here and do his mm -hmm. thing, right? So, and no, we're we not saying we're gonna give it back to you. Like yeah, we need to show you the same fuel. things that we're doing. Like you, we're telling you to do. Mm -hmm. Those are things we're working on. But now we're all on the same level of place where we can say back and forth. I gotta to put this armor reciprocation. on. Reciprocation. I gotta go out here, Ooh, put this cool. armor on, and be a warrior. Mm. I need to be, you know, encouraged and, and, and fueled. And when I come home, I need to be able to take that armor off and be in that vulnerability, and be in that space and in mm -hmm. that space of affirmation. Hey, let me let me take this down for you. Or, hey, here's a meal for you. Or, hey, I did the laundry today. Mm. Here you go. You know, here's dinner. Yeah. yeah, here's dinner. Or, you know what? Let's do I'm our feet a, together. I'm, I'm going to take you out tonight. Oh! You know. Or, you, you going to take somebody 
man. No. It's going to be reciprocated for sure. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So before we go, um, I want to so say that somebody's li- somebody listening and they're kind of just – they stumbled upon the podcast. Are they just trying to find the answers to how to get through? Like they're going through a hard time, whether it be financially – um, they got a lot on their plate, and they're just ready to give up. Throw in a towel. They don't feel supported. Um, give, give, give that person some encouragement. Some, some. Even give that person some encouragement. What would you say to that person, brother or sister? I say, brother, since we're mostly trying to get men to show more emotions, you are loved, you are cared for, you are appreciated, you are important, you are needed. The, the the love we have for you is beyond understanding. And no, please feel free. Like, when we do this podcast, if you want to reach out and say, have a conversation with any one of us, we're available. Um, but what I would give as an advice is to reach out and speak to other people. I think one of the problems is we sit in this state of minds by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and by yourself, if that's where you already are, that's where you're going to stay. You need other people to help you up, like bring you back to understanding that you are loved and appreciated. Um, you need to meet more with your friends. If that's what you need to do, you need to go for, grab drinks. The NBA playoff is on. Call us. We'll go catch a game with you. I'm about to beg and see if Caleb is going to give us some tickets to the T-Wolves game when they play here. <laughs> but we, we, we love you, and we want to support you in any way, shape, or form that we could do. So if you stumble upon this podcast or you're hearing us for the first time, this is the Mental Health Podcast, and we here. We promote wellness, kindness, gentleness, and all the forms of ness that we could. So reach out to us. My advice would be to reach out to everybody around you. Let them know where you are. The beginning part is admitting where you are, and that builds from there. Man, I think you you, you really covered it, man, for the most part, man. I'm just thinking that you're not alone. Sometimes when we go through things, we think that we're the only one that's been through it. But there's so many people that's been through a lot um, and, and being able to speak on it. And I think you get to the speaking part when we tell you that you're not going to be judged mm-hmm. for what you're going through. Mm-hmm. There's no judgment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're going to love and we're going to care uh, for brothers and sisters um, because man, there's multiple hats, multiple things that, you know, that's on this journey. And there's valleys that you're going to walk through. There's mountaintops that you're going to climb. Um, and in all the between, man, just know that you love, you care for, and you you know, you know, have to talk through things um, to figure things out. And one of the questions in therapy that you get asked is a miracle question. It's something that you have to ask yourself. How would your life be different if you weren't dealing with what you were dealing with? Yeah. Or how could your life mm-hmm. be different? And if, if you everything had the resources is solved. Yeah. for the needs um, mm-hmm. to get you through Amen. whatever it is that you may be experiencing. And if you're a person of faith, one of the things that you know, I'm a big believer in is God and, and praying through things, but also not praying just through things, but working, mm-hmm. doing diligent work to whatever situation that you're in, being able to pray and work your way out of situations. Um, so I just want to send that blessing to you. All right, um, before we get out here, I would say to you, brother, if you're listening and you're trying to find a way out, uh, know that 
how you imagine it in your head is far worse than what it really is. Mm-hmm. We usually make it up in our head and try to think forward on what the outcome is going to be. Um, and when it's negative, um, that stress, um, the only time it's, why don't you try imagining how you want it to be? What would it look like if everything went your way? Um, but don't make it worse than what it what it really has to be. We usually make make things worse than what they are. Two, um, get around some brothers that that you uh, trust, that you um, that you know. Don't isolate yourself. We we often isolate ourselves, and that's usually when we think get get into our bad thinking, mm-hmm. especially when we're going through something. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say to um, any. Women who are listening, who are trying to just get some answers and understanding about your significant other, or your son, or your brother, any male that has something going on, and um, you just want some answers on maybe how to how to assist them and how to how to help them. Um, listen. Don't give advice. Don't uh, make any suggestions. Just sh- show love by listening. Mm-hmm. Often we try to fix problems for people. We mm-hmm. try to fix things for them. Um, and usually they have the answers already. They just need some guidance um, by way of love and, and a listening ear. So be a listening ear and, and, and let, them, let, them, um, let them know that they can speak, speak to you. Um, so that's, that's uh, those are my two cents that I would give you. Um, and this has been the Mental Health Podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we out. Peace. Peace.